Welcome back, everybody, to episode 87 of the Lookout Podcast. Of course, I am Meals. I am here with the Platinum Chanel boy himself, Jeff. What's going on, man? I'm I'm, I'm all right. I'm chilling. You know, we here. Uh, I don't know. I really don't. (laughs) I'm trying to wrap my head around a lot of things that are kind of going on. Mm -hmm. But I know uh, that I've been reading a lot of good manga lately. So that's all I got to really say about that. That's good. That's good. I think everything is kind of hitting its zenith, kind of hitting its peak, kind of hitting a lot of things. Yeah. Um, a very yeah. much so stride. Actually, this was just a good week for Absorb Material anyway, because I even think the animes that we watch typically oh, man. that, that we hit. went over were pretty good this week. Too. They were hitting this week, bro. Like, I think we had no issues as far as content, because, yeah, like you said, every episode was just really good. Dr. Stone was really good. Uh, a promise was really i mean everything was hitting juju was really really good so yeah i haven't watched it i'm saving it i'm going back to mondays for my juju watch usually good. i did it when i when i usually did it i usually um well for the purposes of this podcast i would rec- watch it early mm-hmm. um but now i guess i can go back to monday after raw after monday night raw is when i kind of like decompress from wrestling and just yeah. kind of watch anime for about an hour or so it's uh yeah. it's the only filler apparently that is within juju period i'm fine with that because they're yeah. funny anyway like the yeah. juju strolls are hilarious anyway this is the funniest episode i can imagine it is i can it imagine is. um let's see what else we got here i don't know if there's any anime news that we've got out in these streets first of all um if you have not listened already please do last week we're back mount silver's back yes um, we recorded last week we released it last week it is out in the universe. Let me see if people were actually feeling this. Let me. I'm, I'm doing a live look at the anime. <laughs> a live right look. Now. People were feeling it's this. It's Pokemon. People wanted it back. Yeah. But I, I, I just feel like in general, people wanted it back. We had a great big week last week. In we terms really of that, the Titan Time uh-huh. Tuesday, we had, um, we had, of course, the episode of Lookout alongside, you know, the Big Eyes podcast earlier in the week. And then we had a second episode of Big Eyes with um, Victoria. Shout out mm-hmm. to Miss Old School on Moonies. Twitter slash Mooney's Club slash Sailor, Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. <laughs> who did the damn thing with that podcast as well? We had you ready to watch? Um, when are we? When are we gonna? When are we gonna indulge on the Moonies? I don't know. You know. So I have not yeah, watched Sailor Moon in a long, long time. So I think I watched maybe the first episode and I was just like, I know I'm going to have to watch this for the podcast eventually. So let me not even get ahead of myself. We'll get there. We'll get there. But I was definitely thinking, all right, so here's a, here's a little tidbit. Um, actually sometime next week is going to be the third anniversary of this podcast. Mm. Sometime next week. Um, mm. I don't know what we're going to do. Usually we release something. I don't have things to release. We don't have things to release currently. So usually we try to put out a sticker or there's an episode or something along those lines, but we're kind of busy doing this. So I don't know what our general celebration will be, but I'm sure we'll celebrate it at some point. I think, you know, just three years doing this thing, starting off Dragon Ball. It's something to be proud of. Last year. Absolutely. And evolving, continuing to evolve um, over the course of this year and stuff like that. And we've got some exciting stuff coming up. I think even this week, I think it's going to be this week. Um, we got our, it's, are they doing March Madness in real life? Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. Oh, okay. um, but, there, but there, there are some, the, the things, the thing is with March Madness right now, there are some teams that are just not involved. 
off. Like they just completely shut down. So it's a March Madness, but it's uh, you know it's like light <laughs> March Madness oh. light. <laughs> well, listen, we will not be doing a very light March Madness this month. So for the first time, the lookout this month will be incorporating into March Madness. We have what I call the Tournament of Tournaments. What does that mean? Well, what does that mean? We're going to, we're going to be answering which tournament arc reigns supreme as the best tournament in all of anime or at least in the ones that we defined it i don't i can't think of all of anime i don't know but um we've got 16 very good i think very reputable very strong contenders for what could be the best tournament arc ever now i want to ask you um, <laughs> what what the best tournament arc is yeah just what's the, what's the best for you what's the best just name one. Oh my god the best tournament arc ever don't name many just name one <laughs> um Honestly, I think the Tournament of Power is really OP. Mm. Mm. I really do. I really do. I I know Dragon Ball in general doesn't get the uh, the high ranks of, amongst things in the anime community because it's so broad. But I actually think it was it was, it really capped off or started the golden age of anime. So I think it's I think it's an important important art, man. Listen, I think. What am I going with? I mean, I think everyone in their brain is going to be like, yo, it's the dark tournament, um, which is fair because I think it kind of revolutionized, you know, a lot of tournament arcs. I'm good. <laughs> What's the best of all time? You Don't let Man, nostalgia you know get you with the dark, to- dark tournament shit. It's, it's, what happened? I mean, it's respectable. The dark tournament stuff like you, you, I feel like, yeah, that's, I would say it's brilliant, but we got to keep nostalgia. Out of it. It's tough. I mean, I don't think we can keep nostalgia out of it. Nonetheless, I think people will be voting on this just in general. And for those of you who kind of want to preview, of course, the Dark Tournament is on it. Of course, Tournament of Power is on it. But we've also have something like the Chunin exams and Naruto. Mm-hmm. We have the Battle City Tournament of Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, we have Heaven's Arena, Hunter Hunter. The Spring Inter High Qualifiers from Haikyuu, uh, which led into the second and third season of the anime. So that one was pretty good. And we have you allowing Tower of God? Tower of God? No, we did. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a. It was an executive decision. <laughs> it was one hundred percent an executive uh, decision. That's all I wanted to know. All I wanted to know, Mills. <laughs> all I thought. I I thought it should be on it, even if it gets washed. I thought the mm-hmm. fact that an anime that is purely a tournament arc. Yeah, should be on it, but the 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 people, the brain trust, the lookout brain trust that we have here, did not agree. So, is it no? It's kind of whack. And I was like, you know what? I haven't watched it, so I'm gonna take your word for right, it. Right, right. <laughs> um, so maybe I'll tune into that and see what's going on with there. Uh, let's see. You know what? Let's cut the fluff. Let's get to the stuff. It's Titan time. I like that, man. What you just did that just now? Literally freestyled off my brain. That was incredible. Holy shit. Say it every episode. I, I will not remember it by the end of this episode. Um, What's up, man? How'd you see. like this episode this week? You know, it's it's continuing to build... Um, it's continuing to build kind of the, the climax of what I think is going to be part one of this season. And they're doing a mm-hmm. damn good job, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think... Yeah. The, 
they there's a lot of moving pieces but they're all intertwined which is i think a great a, just a great storytelling like i don't know why attack on titan is so freaking good like why is it so good at this because well, you would think they did like they've made i don't know how many mangas i don't know how many stories the creator of attack on titan has told beforehand mm-hmm. but man like this is some good shit <laughs> yeah yeah masterpiece like real real writing it's almost like you you do forget that this is an animated thing or an anime mm-hmm. or whatever like you you feel like you're there you're you're involved you're dedicated um you're trying to figure out what's happening you always want more this is like there's no fluff you know and i think that's what is so important about the series especially this last season because it's it's really good they, they have not missed absolutely so um i would say okay i'm trying to think of the grand overarching kind of theme to this episode i mean there are a lot of different things that i think are continuing to pick up through this entire episode one Mm -hmm. is the the cycle of violence that is continuing that just continues to continue and just mentions of like yo we got to stop the cycle of violence but ultimately like it's a big wave of violence heading our way i think Mm -hmm. in multiple directions from the rumbling to um to the invasion of parody part two peak is on the island as we saw last week we had no mention of him this episode but it's still a major thing that's looming over um parody and just kind of everything but they pull back this week instead of going sort of the grand instead of seeing you know um commander zachary's you know being smoked like pookie loke I mean, someone was about to get smoked in this episode. Somebody had to get smoked. Yeah, we were there. They didn't die, but they were damn close. So I'm going to count it anyway in terms of just like, (laughs) I think attempted murder should count in our Attack on Titan. Did they die? I think so. I think so. I think that's fair. (laughs) Attempted murder for sure. Um, All right. So this episode starts off. We don't get much of Zeke in this episode. For a good reason. Not mad. Not mad, but it yeah. starts off with a very kind of important thing, which kind of lends. He he recalls the event of what happened in the town of Rigako, which is the town that Connie's from, uh, yeah. which was a big mystery in the be- in kind of like season two, I believe, of the show or season one, um, where they saw the Titan that looks like Connie's mom. He's like, "Yo, that's a Titan that looks exactly like my mom," but and how it are did. They Titans, and where's my mom? <laughs> you it's know? like, well, I mean, I don't know. If I saw that's that, my house, that's a yeah, it's like my mom. I'm gonna assume that's my mom's, like you know. But how do they become titans? That's the crazy part. Um, and we kind of get like we get the. I mean, we've had an idea before, but now you really get the kind of curtain pulled back in terms of like Peak was there, mm-hmm. um, Zeke was there. Peak and Zeke, what a team! What Peak an arsenal! Zeke. Um, they were there, and Tag they pretty champions. much. All the all the spinal fluid, put it in the air. Everyone gets, you know, according to Zeke, they get freaked out and start like, it's like Rochester Raid or something like that. Yeah, they get freaked yeah. out, start spazzing out on the ground. And suddenly with a yell, because, you know, Zeke does have the power of royal blood, he's able to turn people into Titans and get them under control. And that's kind of how we started the story. And what's so funny is um, they cut back and Zeke is like, I told you the story like three times. <laughs> Why do you keep wanting to hear the story? <laughs> you want to hear it again? Yeah. And he's like, because you seem like you have pretty much no 
you have no mercy. You have no, you say you're doing this for us. You say you're doing this for the Eldians. You say you're doing this for the freedom, but you have no mercy for the people that you've killed prior to that. And, you know, I love the exchange, just the continued exchange between Zeke and, and, and um, Levi, because it's clearly like, what, what could I compare this to in anime? It's like, I don't want to say Frieza versus Goku, but it's kind of on that level. Of right. like, obviously, we're on the same side, but we do not trust one another. But I might kill you at any point, and I uh-huh. would thoroughly enjoy killing you at any point. But it's I can't. An, it's interesting. I think it gives the the viewer, you know, a chance to kind of. I think in this in this situation, everyone's with Levi, but uh, I think it does give the audience a chance to at least see proper dialogue between two mutual enemies who are also mutual, you know. They're they're in they're in it for the same reason to some extent at this point. So to see Levi have a conversation with him, bro, honestly, all I want all I want to see is this dude get killed. So Absolutely. having them interact regularly without any violence, I think, is important for for them to show. Um, and I think that's why they probably just do it. I think this is this is probably an episode where they could have used Senku. So here's where I'm going to segue into that. Senku. Invents the phone in Doctor Stone. <laughs> he does, <laughs> and it and it solves a lot of issues with communication over far distances. Yeah, huge far distances. On parody, we have yet to see. I mean, maybe I think they have like Morse code, or uh, I'm not even sure if we've seen a proper phone just in general. Maybe not even in this entire show. I can't recall. Yeah, I don't remember ever being on the phone. Our phones. Um, however. A phone really would have thing. So we get to the point, I'm going to just sort of wrap up the Zeke and, and, and Levi kind of arc thing that they got in this episode. Levi gets, you know, a nudge from one of his soldiers. They're over talking in a tree, essentially. Like, yo, they killed Commander Zachary. We think Aaron's squad is trying to find, um, Aaron's squad is trying to find Zeke. And Levi has this like great little like flashback uh, moment type of thing where they show all the scenes from the previous three seasons behind them. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that That's was nice. neat. Good job, Mappa. Like, you know, I respect that. <laughs> but you can see, like, I guess the rage is continuing to build up in him. He was like, yo, I've I passed off on kicking this man in the face way too many times for the sake of, like, he could save the world. And now he has become the world's biggest enemy. And I am so regretful that I didn't kick him in the face or at least kill him. Kill him when I, yeah, because the, the chances were there. That, that's chances. that's the type of reminiscing, you know, it's like, man, I, I, ne- I should have just killed him when I had the chance. It's you like, know? you know, I should have killed him. I feel like that's a good song, a good remix to like a Keisha Cole song. Wow. Um, Eminem's listen. on it? <laughs> Eminem and Keisha Cole? Yeah. That sounds <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Let that me not put that in the universe. Ooh. <laughs> Let me know. We gotta take that out of the universe. Now that I think about it, it's way more Eminem than Keisha Cole. Now that I think about it, it um, is. That's some type of shit Eminem would talk about. Nonetheless, <laughs> sorry. That's that's kind of where we leave off from this standpoint. But trust me, it is not the last you're gonna see of this because I, I don't want to continue holding your head of like I know what happens next, but I can't yeah. wait for what happens next. You do, um, you know, every time we have Titans on, that's how it ends. 
just wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just wait. But here's the thing, though. It's like, I think you can see it coming as well. I think you know yeah, what's exactly what's going to happen. Absolutely see what's fucking going on here, man. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a similar formula that they've done the past three seasons. Um, mm-hmm. It just depends how you watch it. You pay attention. They usually will drop as many hints to you as possible. You can go back on every conflict that has happened on this show and trace it somewhere. They, yeah, that's why it's absolutely. so brilliant. Um, let's pull up to the restaurant. What are, what are we calling this restaurant? Nicolo's, Marlion Nicolo's. Foods. What are we? McMarley. Um, <laughs> um, uh, we could call it. Um, it, it, it's a it's a bit of a. He probably getting money. I think it's more high I'm end. Assuming, listen, it don't even look like this. It's not even like a restaurant. There's mad tables. There's one table. Yeah, but there's so a lot of wine it, everywhere. Hmm. Why is, I mean, why is there one table? That's a that's the lap of luxury. I'm assuming it's the lap of luxury. First of all, one socially distanced. So this is true. Just in general, you have one party. You know everybody there. Everyone gets the same temperature. You're able to cap. You know, write everyone's name down, et cetera, et cetera. You don't have to worry about like whoever Joe Schmo at the other table beforehand. It's the first um, Nobu, man. It's the first Nobu restaurant. Absolutely, Nicolos. Nicolos Nobu. Nicolos Nobu. There we go. Wow. Listen. So, of course, the bras. I'm going to call them the bras. The bras. They're the bras, right? The bras. Is it they the are bras the bras or the bras? They're I think the it's the bras. bras. Yeah. Okay. So, that's how I would pronounce it. A couple episodes ago, they were offered a free meal. Mm-hmm. So, what do you do with a free meal? <laughs> you cash in on it and you bring everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only it's the only way of thinking i don't know like. pulled up deep with all the kids <laughs> even the kids that he just met a week ago he said listen we go to nicolo's <laughs> he met him his wife and kaya at the funeral and it was like mm. anytime you three <laughs> anytime you guys want some food it's on me said three bought 12 <laughs> What? Yeah, I don't well, have this much look, provisions. He's like, <laughs> like mm. yeah, all right, I guess you'll figure this shit out. So, of course, Gabi and Faco there, or Mia and Ben, depending mm-hmm. on how you want to live your life, mm-hmm. uh, are nervous. But Kai lets them know, like, yo, that's the guy. That's the Marlene captive. Maybe he'll know how to get you home. And tr- This idea does not work out at all. It does. It, all. <laughs> it just no. doesn't. The, the, the amount of I think I was particularly when I read the manga of this scene, I knew it was very important. But when I'm watching the anime, I'm like, wow, I'm moved by kind of everything that's <laughs> happening here. I kind of had a moment with myself, to be honest with you. The acting um, was phenomenal. When Ben took a drink of water and said, Oh, my stomach hurts. I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about all this stuff after the fact, but yes, it was uh, all. I know, but how we got to it. The, and then they just go down to the attic. like <laughs> Gabby so follows they, them. They pull up. Of course, they get in the seats. Everyone then, you know, boom, boom, boom. Everything that you describe happens. Yeah, yeah. And Team Survey Corps, who knows about Nicolo's. It's like, yo, Nicolo's in the fort, by the force, maybe. Something along those lines. Let's go to Nicolo's. First of all, can we talk about this for a quick second? Last episode, they're seen riding off on horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Onion Capone is not on any of these horses. He's not. But he still ends up here. <laughs> Do they not want to see a black man riding a horse? I don't know. I don't know. Because it does happen. We can do that. Did he invent the motorcycle? Did he invent wow. the bike? So you're saying he, he got there by other means. What if he just flew? 
whatever they freak i have no idea how he got there but i have questions because he wasn't on any of them damn horses i made sure to look i watched the previous episode before i watched this episode and he wasn't in there but nonetheless onion capon is in tow and he's like yo nicolo yo yo you better answer the right questions <laughs> for real please do it nigga <laughs> or else yo they got, you know, they got questions, just have answers. I don't know what's going on here, but they trying to kick me off this island. And at this point, I can't go back to where I'm from. <laughs> you are, no, I, I really, yeah. He's like, listen, they had Titans destroy where I'm actually from. Marley, I know they know that I'm fooling over here. Just just answer it right, bro. Just answer it right. Cook them up some grub and and. Nicolo's like, yo, you know, I'm cooking. I have a family here. What are you doing? This is my job. How are you just going to roll up in my job? You know, just like, that's how I would react if, like, cops pulled up while I'm trying to, like, serve at a restaurant to people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would probably, <laughs> I'd probably move the same way. It's so funny the things that we have to think about. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, the fact that we even have to consider that an option. <laughs> yeah, just cops pull up. He's like, yo, are you, are just in you case. kidding me? Are you here to serve? What are you here? What are you, am I supposed to serve you? I thought you were serving me. Like, <laughs> um, and then my favorite, Gene and Connie, like, yo, is this that wine they're talking about? Oh, shit, we got bottles. Turn up. I ain't never had none of this. <laughs> Listen, this is the bottles that all the, all the high-ranking officers specifically and only <laughs> have been talking about. Um, it's like, oh, let me get a swig of this. I mean, we're a high-ranking officer. How many times have we killed, you know, Titans in this place? I think, honestly, we're the only ones who know how to kill Titans on this mm-hmm. island. So it, it's got to go to us. So they try to take a swig, and Nicolo grabs a bottle away. And it's slow down. Them yeah, slow your, away. slow your roll, all right? This, this ain't for you. I'm so conflicted here. Cause I'm Why? Like, you, you didn't like the way you acted? I didn't like the way he acted, but I get how he acted. Uh-huh. But I felt like it was not necessary. I felt like it could have been. So the fact that you hid the reason why they can't drink the bottle in the first place. And I guess you wanted to save them. But at the same time, you're not informing them of anything that's going on. Still makes me suspicious. I'm still arresting you. I'll be honest. With you. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm you probably... at the end of this episode. Well, I mean, yeah, no, I'm, I'm absolutely with you. Fuck it, man. It's like, lock his ass up, bro. Get him out of here. He's like, you know something. Yeah, like clearly. That. Clearly. <laughs> I don't like that. Um. Okay. He, I mean, he insults and demeans them. Connie and Gene is like, fucking Marlins, man. I hate them. I hate them. I want to destroy more. Um. Anyway, they were jumping around from scenes in here. So Nicolo goes back to the cellar to put the wine bottle back, and Gabi and Fago pull up, and they're like, yo. Are you the Marleyan? And it was like, we're Marleyans too. And you know, Gabby's going on her spiel. She's going Gabby on Gabby fucked up here, man. She fucked up. Island here. devils. Yo, the it's, devils are here. They're kids. They're kids and they keep making like silly mistakes. I, I, you can't just walk around all willy-nilly talking about this shit, man. Well, listen, they brainwash. Nonetheless. It's a weird chance to take. So many coincidences, so many things. The fact that Gabby's with the bras, yeah, Nicolo. You think Nicolo really likes Sasha a little bit more than just the food thing? Oh yeah, he want he wanted it. He's upset. He was like, man, I was about to wife that as soon as you know, as soon as I saw her again, and now I can't see her again. We had the barrier, and I got to cook. 
I was about to feed you. Mm. Mm. I was about to feed you. Gabi spilled. Nicholas was like, yo, how did you get here? Wait, wait, how did you get here? And Gabi's like, yo, we pulled up on a plane, shot a few people. Told him the whole story. Etc. The bridge version, but none of us, the entire story. And it says, yo, we killed these devils. And he's like, wait a minute. Hopped on a plane. Kill people. <laughs> Children. It just point five seconds passed. That's what it said on the screen. Point five seconds. He went from passed. zero yeah. to DMX party up, my guy. Bro. <laughs> so this is the best part. Dude, he hit this nigga Falco so hard with that bottle, bro. A big whole bottle, bro. It's not even like a little like Heineken. Something I mean, clank. Head was bloody. Falco hit the ground. I'm surprised he survived this at all. Like, and then he socked the fuck out Gabby right afterwards. <laughs> like, just socked her ass. Like, dude. I mean, just it. The hits, whatever sound effects that uh, Mappa you I'm sure they're like their sound effect room where you know they're dropping bowling balls and shit, trying to find the sound. I'm sure it's brilliant. <laughs> like, they had that shit on lock, dude. It was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh my god. Nonetheless, yeah, he eat completely. It was this was the thing I was talking about last week with Diddy and Steve Stout. The whole yeah, yeah. I, no, I got the as, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, perfect. <laughs> I knew I was waiting for it. Knocks him out. Foggles bloody. You don't know where the blood starts and the wine ends. You don't know. Yeah. Except, you know, it's the little drop. The little drop goes in his mouth. You see that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sure he was like that. <laughs> Oh my God. Mm. Mm. Tasty. Tasty. I know. Mm. Wine. <laughs> like, mm, it's like, hold up. This is a, this this a, a kid. It's a kid. Even after that, where they kind of came back upstairs, and um, he's like, this bitch here, she killed your daughter. And this nigga <laughs> helped her. When he was like, we had, we had Falco by the neck just kind of dangling there with a knife to his neck. I was like, yo, he is, he's lost all composure. That's when he I knew he living. liked her way more. Oh, yeah. Wasn't just about food. Listen, because Nicolo don't even know what his life is anymore. He was like, yeah. yo, I came here. He's like, yo, I'm a chef, but I came as a warrior. I don't even know how that happened. And now. <laughs> the transition. <laughs> With serving spiked wine to people, but I'm technically supposed to be a cook for these. I don't even know anymore. Like he's like, yo, my life, my existence. After the whole thing where Gene talks to me, he's like, yo, Gene was like, yo, what part are you having this? He's like, yo, bro, mm-hmm. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. You know, I think I think he, he, the reaction is, I think it's a perfect reaction for someone you would think would. Like, that's how I expect someone to react in his situation. Right, a I civilian, know he, he, someone who's yeah, just he pulled into the world. He did wild out, and it was extremely extra. But to be fair, if I'm in the same situation in the same world, I probably, you know, I probably react the same way. Mm. Well, first of all, let's run back because Nicolo got the knife, and, he, and he's just like, "Yo, Mister Bra, this was the girl, the girl that you brought here. This was the girl that killed Sasha." You can slice her, or I can slice her. But if I slice, I know I'm gonna do it perfect because I'm the cook here. You know, I slice them and dice them. That's right. But if you want, you know, if you want to, somebody got to do it. He might even say, "I cook a little bit of her." If you want to be honest with you, if you want some, um, but he was like, "Yo, somebody got to do it." And Mister Bra was just like, "Yo, hand me the knife." It was like that. It was like that. Um. I think it was like that scene in Baby Boy where <laughs> he, he like no. takes the gun away from Tyree. 
No, stop. <laughs> he takes the gun away from Tyrese and is like, yo, chill. Cycle of violence got to end. No, We have to stop this somewhere. <laughs> My brother, no, he, we can't do it like this. We can't. Listen, can't keep killing. Our, I, you know what? I felt the the that was that was the moving part. The speech, sure, the speech yeah, was it was one hundred percent. I mean, he talked a lot about forces and stuff like that. I was like, I, I mean, I guess you gotta whatever you know anecdote that comes to your brain. All you've seen is forests and kids. I understand. Um, don't really have books of the outside world. Completely understand. You got to make up your own like idioms mm-hmm. and shit. Right, um, right. <laughs> but. At the end of the day, he's like, the adults are responsible for shouldering the responsibility of the past, and we shouldn't pass that to the children. At some point, the cycle of violence has got to end. Hand me the knife, my brother. We will not be killing this little girl today. And <sighs> I don't know. I actually gonna... liked Gabi in this episode. The, like, the desperation of it all, and uh, I feel like they're doing a well enough job keeping these two kid alive two kids alive when they really don't have to first first people to survive this long after doing such a horrible thing on this show is groundbreaking mm. absolutely because it just does, it never happens well listen kaya heard all that speech and was like nah i don't give a fuck about that we killing this bitch now mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit does not matter to me I don't even know where she got that knife from. I guess it was part of the food stuff. I don't know if it's a butter knife, turkey knife, et cetera, et cetera. But she came in swinging. She was like, you killed. I mean, to the point, I felt her pain. This is how good this was. I legitimately felt the pain because it's the point of like, yo. And I think Sasha is, I think she's slowly realizing. And she's about to have her Falco moment. Because we're going to get into that scene right next. She's about to have her Falco moment real quick. But she's beginning to realize how much shouldering all these things of the past is really getting to her because she sees how Kaya tried to protect them and stuff like that but then they Kaya being the one who kills Sasha which is Kaya's hero ends up kind of sending her wild and she's able to see it in front of her face how crying and hysterical she is about the entire thing and inconsolable even um and you know Mikasa stops it because Mikasa got Ackerman strength she just got you know kid yeah her and levi they yeah <laughs> i got none mm. it's a <laughs> it's a thing <laughs> yeah um, we don't know nonetheless mikasa uh mikasa and armin they take sasha and they go to the other room and sasha was like yo y'all gonna kill me yet he's like armin's like yo why do you keep talking about killing like what's the down, murder bitch. Stuff, we're literally keeping you could have been dead you could have been if, dead yeah, if we were gonna kill you we would have killed you by now if you have you not learned anything from Reverend Martin Luther Brawl over here, <laughs> who said that like, yo, we can't, none of this, we're done, we're done. And then in the most casual, <laughs> literally most casual, Aaron pulls up from off camera. It's just like yo, yo, <laughs> like bro, how do you get? I hear a door I slam. I don't know, dog. <laughs> I felt like if someone saw Aaron, someone would have pointed him out. Did he come through the back door and everyone else came through the front? These are questions that can't be answered. We don't even know how he escaped from jail. I mean, if you read the manga, you know how he escaped from jail, but they ain't even showed it in the series. The man probably just walked through the front door. I was like, yo. Hey. Mikasa. (laughs) Mikasa, what, What does he do? What does he do first? 
What's he, he do first? Up, he puts up the uh, he puts up the international symbol, the bloody hand. I will fucking wild out right now if I don't Man, get in my way. Like, he's like, you know what this means. I don't even got to tell you. Y'all definitely know what this means. Everybody sit the fuck down. Everybody, Everybody sit down. Everybody sit down. You about to talk. And they about to have a talk. Meanwhile, flocking them. Just showing up bloody everywhere you go because you're on one. Flock pulls up and he's like, yo, um, everybody get down. We're taking everybody. We want to see Zeke, et cetera, et cetera. And meanwhile, because Hanji and I guess I don't know who else it was, was trying to wash wine out this kid's mouth in the tub. And like, yo, just let him taste it, bro. It's cool. At this point, it's, it's gone, too late. Bro. It's gone. He should be able to drink after seeing what he's seen. Listen, but it's because they found out it was spinal fluid because Nicolo, I, I see that part. It. it is spinal Nicolo, fluid. Nicolo, they, they held up Nicolo and was like, yo, what's up with this wine thing? Like, And he was just like, yo, is Zeke spinal fluids in the wine? And he was like, how did you distribute it, everybody? And he was like, Yelena told me to. And it's like, this bitch, we got to kill her. Yelena. We gotta, we hey, man. Yelena I, I, I didn't want to see this, man, but it may be time. But I think Zeke has already anticipated Yelena dying. It was like, yeah, she knows too much. She going to die, but it's all right. She down for the cause. She down this bitch. Um so they find out that it's spinal fluid, which is crazy because like two episodes ago we saw all those soldiers in the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you already know. Listen, this pointed back, so it's about to get crazy. Um, yeah, absolutely. So Aaron pulls up on Gabi, Mikasa, and Armin. They sit down at the table. They're about to have a talk, and that's it. And then, then. That's kind of how, Stop I mean, except you have to be to just show up bloody everywhere just to have a conversation. Listen, I don't even know. First of all, Flock, Flock with the face, the very savage, by the way. And he was like, when Hanju was like, yo, the MPs drank that. And he was like, I know, I don't care. And then he was like, I never even told you the, you know, MPs actually drank it. And Flock looks at the face. It's like, and he's like, you knew it was spinal fluid the entire time. And Flock gives the most savage face ever. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> it's, it's almost like a tongue out. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Take that. Was it real ditty? Like, Find out what yeah. else we put the spinal fluid in. <laughs> um, it's going down. It just is. There's too much things going down. We've got deceivery, torture. Poor Levi is in the woods. That sucks. He don't drink no wine because he got to stare at this man. Everybody else drank the wine. It's about to go down. That's all I'm about to say. About to go down. I, I can tell, like, I know there's obviously certain things you got to keep from me because you've read um, the manga, but I'm really, really excited the direction this shit is going, man. It's leaving off of a good mid-season cliffhanger. I just hope we get the second half quickly. You know? Yeah. No, I feel you. I definitely want the second <laughs> half quick. Give me don't wait, don't wait too long. Like June. Yeah. I mean like June. Please, please. <laughs> June, July, fourth of July weekend. We do an opening. First episode aired in theaters. I'm 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 going. I don't care. I put a mask on. If it's in theaters, I might go. I was I'm I might risk it for uh, Attack on Titan. Yeah, give me the vaccine so I can go see it in theaters, man. <laughs> I'm 
Max me up, man. I'm ready. I've been ready, to be honest. <laughs> oh, my God. But that is Titan Time this week. I mean, there's so much stuff going on. I think we have about four more episodes left, maybe three more episodes left. Um, until this whole shebang a bang is almost done. Um, if you're not in tune with the manga, the manga has one chapter left. Wow. Really? I'm, it has one chapter left. Jeez. I'm just letting you guys know now. I'm letting you guys know from now. These spoilers will be flying. It's not going to come from me. I'm just... To I don't everyone think you that you, No, I'm not going to do that for Attack on Titan. For the other shit that I just did, like my hero, it's all bets are off. I don't care anymore. But... Um, Attack on Titan Spoilers gonna fly That's all I gotta say The whole series is ended People are able to piece together everything There's a whole through line to the entire show I'm almost sure Through the month of April You will see spoilers on this show Through the month of April? The whole time? Well I don't know maybe like a week or something <laughs> A very strong week It's um, a lot still it's about to finish, bro. I've seen the last panel of the it last before. I don't want it to stop, but it's got to stop. Because if it, if it didn't, we'd be in some wild shit. <laughs> There'd be like aliens and shit. Time traveling. <laughs> On this show? No, we do not need that shit. Time traveling. We just suddenly, the the, 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 the coordinate can travel through time, etc. Um, all right. that's the that. This is the official end of Titan Time. Thank you guys for tuning in. And of course, we're about to we're about to talk about My Hero Academia Season 4, probably the most mm-hmm. pivotal point of the season, to be honest wow. with you. Big time. So let's talk about it. All right. So we're here. My Hero My Academia Hero. Season 4. Have you switched your brain completely? Oh, yeah, man. It's easy. My Hero is uh, it's so much more lighter in comparison. So it's a quick switch. You know, you just turn it off, keep it pushing, man. Well, listen, we, we still got a, we still got a bunch of stuff. What I want to say about this, I think this second half of the Shia Saikai arc of the show, and you see how, I mean, I came up from last week. Last week, I didn't know how to pronounce that shit for nothing, but Shia Saikai, I got it like on the back of my hand. Um, we're at the second part of this arc, and I think it's coming through. What do you think is the significance of this arc to the show? Because overhaul isn't really seen League of Villains-wise um, as yeah. someone who might stick around. He seems kind of like one of the only like villains that like here gets defeated and he's gone but do you feel like there's a bigger purpose to this arc um you know i think it's good development from a villain standpoint i think it's good to place place deku um as far as a renowned hero or him being able to do something that I think throughout the series, he was already kind of defeating the odds and being, the, you know, just phenomenal as far as a hero. But this was his biggest job to date, I would say, and his biggest moment. So, yes, it's good that Overhaul wasn't this completely overpowering, you know, I mean, he is a strong character, but... Right. The, it wasn't it this wasn't, multi-arc villain. Yeah, that, uh... yeah, it was pretty straightforward, you know. I, I understood why they had to get rid of him. You know, it wasn't very complex, um, and I, I I do I do enjoy uh, that we did get a lot of villain other villain stuff. It just keeps the show going from the aspect of separating people by by power. I think no matter what we as viewers we do like to see where people stand or our favorite characters stand 
against the best villain. And uh, Deku obviously turned up. Uh, so yeah, no, I, this is a this is one of my favorite seasons. Yeah, absolutely. I think just in the wake of this post All Might sort of world and seeing Deku kind of take on and defeat a villain kind of all by himself and kind of really drew establishment. It, it it looked at it at the end of this fight. You see Sir Night Eye like, yo, he's the one. It's like the end of Disney's Hercules. It's like, yo, he's the guy. Oh, my God. Like, you know, he's truly the son of Zeus. Like he is the he's the next god. He is the next one. He is the you know, it's like seeing LeBron in 03. It's like, wow. Yeah, it's like, wow, I can't believe this is actually happening right now. Future of the league right here. Wow. Incredible. Um Deku needed this to kind of define himself. He needed this big moment. He needed this big arc to kind of like, okay, everything that he holds true, which is the the ethics of being a hero and not stopping until whoever he needs to be saved is saved alongside with the growing strength that he has uh one for all within him and all the kind of building up together for this moment and you know you get a lot of other great moments as well i think it it uh it helps with this entire show how did you feel okay so i read this for the first time and i was very interested that the fact that one all of class 1a wasn't involved in this and it was only a select few which is Froppy, Ochako, um, Kirishima, Deku, and um, that might be it. Honestly, I think that's it. Um, how did you feel about the, I guess, the selection of the Class 1A in this? Because they're kind of segmented off. Um, you got to separate them at to... some point, right? Um, I think you, you got to keep some feel characters. Like it's a sep- do you feel like it's a separation of, like, here are the ones that we think are the ones? Um, I don't want to say that because some I I thought when I first started this series that <laughs> I wouldn't get as much information about some characters that I did that I thought oh I don't need to know about this person at all but they still gave it to me anyways. Mm-hmm. It does I will say it does feel that way though it does feel like the the show is naturally starting to separate not to be cliche but the heroes from the sidekicks you know mm. I guess um, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody who wasn't there. But obviously there are people who weren't there that are still massively important to the show. But, you know, there there's definitely boundaries you got to set when you're telling this story. You don't want to get too jumbled up on who's doing what, you know. So I think it's I think it's only right to only have this, you know, certain amount of people there. Absolutely. I remember reading this arc. Um, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad for the first time those police sirens are not me. They're it's just me. Not. Isn't that weird? I was so like, for, I was about to ask you, oh, what's popping out there? And I was like, oh shit, that's the A. But you know what's going on here right now, so. Mm, I know a lot of things that's going on over there. Yeah, yeah. Debauchery. You are so different. Let's head into the, let's let's kind of wrap up this arc. The Shia Sai Guy arc. Um, they've invaded. The raid is on its way. They've, they've entered the building. The, the The team of heroes must overcome the eight bullets of the Shia Sai guy. Very, very Yakuza-esque. The eight bullets of the Shia Sai guy. Um, let's talk about a couple things. So the pathway has become distorted due to Mimic's quirk. You know what? Enough to that. Let's, let's talk about it in kind of a grand general kind of thing. Yeah, they sure. gave a couple episodes to a couple people. How did you feel about the episode of what Sun Eater, Tamaki Yamajiki <laughs> versus the three goons? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's stuff we need, man. I like the episode. 
I do very well with like my heroes because I, I mean I don't think it's filler, but I'm just saying like I do well with my hero talking about other things like their their timing on what's actually happening and then cutting to someone else in another situation just to get to you know the final conclusion has always been good there's some shows i can't really deal with mm-hmm. absolutely i think um the the so the birth of the sun is what i call this thing sun eater which is a sun. fire name by the way it it's is just so a, tight it is so tight. um tamaki tamiki amajiki versus he was versus you hojo toya sent to a bunch of people a bunch of villains nonetheless with quirks that are dangerous he took about three bullets of the of the eight bullets of the shia psychi really um admirable thing he's like nah they're just here to slow us down if we keep playing with them i'm gonna take them all because i ate octopus for breakfast <laughs> and, and i know what's right yeah, fried chicken as well, and I got birds for hands and octopus for hands. I really like, don't care for his court. I I'm not gonna lie to you. It's I think a, it's so weird. I'm I'm interested how he became big three, but I get this through like persistence and stuff and like all the other stuff. And you know how they are. maybe maybe it's also being in orbit to Mirio Togato because I think just as similar to what Deku does, Deku kind of when people are close to him or people into orbit of him, I think people's um he does raise the quality of a lot of people with him. It's like a good leader on a basketball team, right? It's like, you're able to make your teammates better. You're able to make your classmates better. And I think that's what Miria Togata Lemillion brings to this entire foray. And I think that's Sun Eater. He, you know, he's overcoming a crippling sense of like antisocial self-esteem, all these things, but he's able to kind of, yeah, and he's able to break through and kind of show why he's the big three in this point. And then we transition over to the Spear and Shield episode with Red Riot and Fat Gum oh, versus man. Kendo yes. Rapa and Hekiji Tengai um, with more history on Kirishima, how he became Red Riot, how he assumed the role, how he dyed his hair red, whole lot of red, to be honest with you. I love that episode. I love it. So, uh, his, uh, I love Fat Gum. First of all, Fat Gum, I think, is, I don't know why I like him. I just do. He's just kind of like affable, but also like, huh, it's kind of cool. I could see you in like a spinoff arc being somebody. I was going to say, Fat Gum needs more TV time, man. Yeah, yeah, I could see him. But nonetheless, he's going up against his spear and shield team, or sword and shield, or whatever the fuck it is. Um, Kendo Rapa, who is just like former, I guess like former, uh, underground fighter he uh he, he's the most undefeated underground fighter and then he comes up against um overhaul and overhaul smokes him five times in a row and not because overhaul is a great fighter it's just because he got a quirk that'll smoke you five times yeah, in a row, five times in a row right? <laughs> he literally put him apart killed him and then brought him back together and i was like see that's see? how you do it see what yeah, this is why you should don the mask, bro. Don the mask. Just, you know, I need eight bullets. Um, and Hikiji Tengai, who's the force field guy, is just trying to, I guess, keep the, you know, the killer on and on the leash. And he's like, yo, I think we should really use a shield and you should just punch him. And just, I'll, we're unstoppable at this point. But nonetheless, I think it's the pair of Red Riot who's, you know, once again, inspired 
by the another his another thing. What was it the Crimson Riot? Yes, Crimson Riot. Um, to just being like, yo, I can't let people down again. I've let people down too many times. I have to prove to be unbreakable in my spirit. And you see, like a little bit of Mina Ashido, who I thought is, I think she's cool just in general. Like I think she's just just cool she isn't like a major factor and i think we'll see more of her in season five actually i do know we'll see more we? thank god man we see well, we see we see a lot of students especially that first arc in season five that they've been hinting at and so we're gonna see a lot of students so so they're not done introducing us to uh 20 characters at once no or not re- reintroducing i should say 40 characters at this point oh my god <laughs> But here's the thing, it's going to be in a great way and you're going to actually feel proud because the the beginning of the season five, the, the whole arc that they're doing and all the promos and stuff, I mean, the class A versus class 1B, you truly see the development of class A versus class B. Class A, who's had like real life villain, you know, we do this in real life. We don't, you know, we don't do this for play. We do yeah, this in real life. Hey, we've been doing this. We've been, we've been almost dying. Whereas class one B is like yo, but we've actually like studied and know and <laughs> formulated plans and techniques and shit like that. We haven't been outside fooling around, um, almost getting killed and having like traumatic experiences. We've been in the classroom buckling to the books. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little season five preview that we got there. Uh, nonetheless, Red Right and Fat Gum tag team action. They defeat Kendo, Rappa, and Tengai. And first of all. Shout out to Rappo for just like spilling everything, just snitching, <laughs> just snitching. Uh, with ease too. Yeah, he's like, yo, so what are you guys planning to do? And he's like, the boss wants to develop this quirk. And he's like, Rappo, you're not supposed to be snitching. He's like, shut up, I want to fight. He's like, and, and you know, that whole type of thing. I don't want to put too much on it because obviously it's not a major point of this entire thing. But, you know, delightful couple episodes if you enjoy it. If you if you really wanted to get to the actual real action, you're just like, can we like get through this already? But still, but, it is good to watch. I mean, it, it's fun. Um, League of Villain Delinquents. So, the League of Villain has now been incorporated into the Shy Psychai. They mm-hmm. are temps. They are. This is a collaboration. It is. It is. It is a collaboration brought on by. Uh, Shigaraki, who went to the thing and obviously they had the meeting. It was like, yo, he was like, I, I want Kirigiri twice and, you know, Toga. And he was like, you can't have all three, especially Kirigiri. Kirigiri's doing, Kirigiri's on some, he's he's doing some. I can't give you him right now. And he was like, you know, but he gives him Toga and. Shouldn't have gave him twice. Toga. I mean. But I get it. I, I think the idea of being able to clone yourself into anybody. I think he just wanted clones because they do. This, they both have a. It's not a similar quirk. Yeah, but they. I, I get it. I get it. But I, get I think it's did. enough to deceive people, which is what he needed at this point. He needed deception. Um. So Shigaraki brings it back to his crew, and he's like, "Yo, Toga and thing, you're about to tempt for the thing." You're about to tempt for the Shia Psychai, and they're not happy with it. But Shigaraki is like, trust me, guys. We're going to get our revenge. But first, we have to make this work. And you know what's crazy? It's a real kind of first look at, like, trust 
between a set of villains. I and, I see that. I see that. They do have to. Like, I mean, they do have to to be you know schemers, <laughs> villains, bad guys. There's there really never is any trust unless they're like relatives, especially in anime. Right. So and they're, they're all like strong their, in their they're all strong in their own right. But the fact they kind of have to put their egos aside to work for the grander cause and they work together and kind of like Shigaraki, he's not begging, but he's like, "Yo, just trust me. We will get through this together." And they're kind of like. All right, we got you, boss. It's kind of it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's good to see amongst villains. You know, I'm into it, obviously. So, absolutely, uh, yeah. It was something, it was something that needed to be seen. So the delinquents, Shigaraki puts the trust in them to do what they got to do, and then get out if you got to get out. Um, uh, overhaul Chrono and Eri make their slow paced escape. They could not be escaping any slower. It's like. <laughs> Do you guys really want to leave? Or yeah, yeah. Like, is this really that difficult for you? Yeah, it's just like he's like walking briskly, and it's like, yo, we gotta get out of here. And it's like, well, maybe you want to leave faster. Maybe you want to rush. Maybe you want to hustle. Put a little bit in. But he leads twice. He's like Togan twice. Make sure no heroes get out. Toga stabs Rocklock, which I'm I'm sure in an episode, one of these episodes, they don't call him Rocklock, and they call him Locklock, and it made me really. Absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. They called him Lock Lock? They called him Lock Lock in one of these episodes. I'm absolutely Why? sure of it because they made me question. It's like, am I have I been calling him Rock Lock wrong for years? Interesting. But they definitely call him Lock Lock in, in like the full episode, by the way. Like the full what? episode. Even in the, uh, on especially I, I was watching on Hulu, even in the closed caption part, it's Lock Lock. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, That's kind of strange. Nonetheless, uh, you know, Toga stabs Rocklock. Got to stab somebody. Transforms a Rocklock. It's like, hey, this clone here with a stab wound in him. (laughs) (laughs) He tried to clone, but luckily I stabbed him. It was like, this doesn't seem like some Rocklock shit. You don't even have a stabbing quirk. (laughs) Fucking liar. Cap. And then, you know, Aizawa's like, oh, we'll see the boss of this. He uses his eyes and strips the girl. And she's like, oh, my God, Deku, I love you. I'm so happy to see you again, et cetera, et cetera. How do you feel over her infatuation for Deku? How do Toga? you feel about it? Yeah. Uh, I think it's funny. You know, of course, it, it had to be it had to be him. Uh, Toga is a funny character because... I think her love and passion is similar to like, uh, you know, like Hisuka's. Like, she loves something so much, and then she wants to act, like destroy it in the same kind of notion, you know. Just yeah. Like, oh. But she actually likes. She actually likes him. I think, I think so. it's real. I think it's real. Well, how do you feel about the relationship between Twice and Toga? Because <laughs> see, wifey. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't, he needs to. He gotta chill out just a little bit. Though. <laughs> I need him to fall back a little bit, you know. I don't think he's right for her. <laughs> Can we kiss? Um, he's, just, right <laughs> he's a he's a funny fellow. I think the he thing with his character twice is he's so like there's a charm to him, but there's like obviously he's insane, but it's just so funny. And there's he's someone who we've seen thus far. I mean, he's he's brought overhaul to the thing he's someone who's very trusting and he he builds up these relationships and he's someone who um 
who puts a lot of trust in the people that he's with. And he, you can tell that he absolutely adores Toga. Um, beyond the he fact means well. He yeah. means well, for sure. <laughs> Wifey. But so do I. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, chill out. The wifey thing had me crying. I'm like, oh, wifey. Yeah, they took um, it there. They, uh, but nonetheless, Togen twice, eventually they get tired of being pawns and they just betray Mimic, which allows him to let his guard down, which lets Doku, Deku able to kick him. I haven't even mentioned the walls being warped, but it's not even like a big point in the show. I'm just really trying to get to what we're getting to now, which no, is Lamillion. 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 He turns up this season. What a hero, right? Like a Great wow. Why, why, why does he not have all for one? Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. But it, it literally came out in a chapter today. I'm trying not to spoil. But it's literally oh, the no. reason why. <laughs> you serious? Yeah. Wow. Yes, literally That's... the reason why. Um, a good reason why he shouldn't have all for one. It came okay. out in today's okay. chapter. So wow, or this week's chapter. I guess um, I better uh, catch up. Mm, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just kind of do what you want at this point. I don't know. Um, Lemillion, I feel like his purpose in the show is kind of to show truly what, first of all, the greatness of the curriculum of UA, um, but what a hero can be, especially in his final year, and something to like strive for, and kind of like a finished product, not like completely finished, but you get a sense of like oh my God, like this is the quality that we could be getting. Like he's like a fully formed student hero who, you know, people argue is like, yo, he's even tougher than a lot of the actual heroes out here. Like he could be top 10 easily right now. Um, he's it's super you, it's OP. Unique, yeah, it's a unique quirk. I, you know, the, when I look at the way that I see it is like, I wouldn't think that this would be something they try to introduce in the story, especially how complex it is. And he does explain it when he first tells the students, but right. it is it is extremely OP when you know how to use that shit. Yeah. He's able to, one of the villains has Eri. I forget which one the villain is, but he's able to throw a punch, completely mm-hmm. slide through Eri and hit the guy. And I'm just like, wow, what a stud. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just to me there's so much potential in a million even his own series and his own thing like that and i think honestly if you wanted to go the more traditional route he would probably be like oh my god yes this is the protagonist um because he's he's that good and he He quickly he dispatches of um the guy with the drunk quirk and chrono with the time quirk Mm. for the eight bullets before engaging with overhaul and his battle with overall, I think it's incredibly underrated because it, it, I think it tugs at so many heartstrings and it shows like, wow, he can hang, like, but he's like hanging with like the main villain of the series. We just met him. We just met him and you know, he's, you know, he's got it. Right. He, it's like almost as he, like he flipped a switch, right? Like the Lemillion who's like the happy-go-lucky, all this other guy. But when it comes to Eri, when it comes to saving people and stuff like that, he flips a switch and he's able to like, you know, thing into action and stuff like that. Um, I like the balancing act that he did. And I like how realistic he is because he legitimately is trying to fend off Eri from three villains at once. And he's trying to pull some and one moves. You know, he throws the cape up in the air. He's like, ah, 
of course he's behind that cape. Uh, actually, he's not behind Stupid. that cape. Light work. Lemillion <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is really, really. Uh, he's, he is a really dope character. Uh, I think you're, they made him so you're supposed to kind of love him and see like. It's crazy when you said in the in the manga they're kind of just telling us why he didn't get it, but it's almost like he was created as a facade. Because if you look at him, you're like, oh, he sh- why is he not replacing All Might? Just visually, right. he he has everything that you think you know you would need. I agree, and I mean, at some point he was definitely supposed to get one for all, but like like I say, from the latest chapter, like. I wouldn't say you get the reason why he doesn't get it, but you get a reason why it was probably for the best that he didn't get okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. It wasn't like a direct, this is why no. I didn't. No, no, This is why I didn't get it. I mean, they tell you yeah. in this thing, he didn't get it because, uh, you know, All Might meets Deku before him, and he's just like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't got no quirk. <laughs> um, you should have a quirk. But nonetheless, he's fending off as much as he can until he is struck by one of the quirk-killing bullets, and he loses his quirk, and things kind of become real. And I promise you, when I read this initially at first, I was so shocked. Yeah, that shit was sad, bro. It was... Such a good kid. It kind of made this entire arc like something more than just like bumbling. You know, not like bumbling. It wasn't like bumbling, but something that like didn't matter at the end. Like, this was Mm -hmm. kind of like a filler arc. It kind of... When you add a quirk-killing bullet, you you immediately take away someone's quirk, which means you a major piece of the show is kind of carried through that. Well, the and stakes rise so high when you have absolutely. something like that. You know, it's the main point of this world at this point is quirks. So if you have something that's willing to take it away, there's, yeah, there's a clear issue. Yo, if you, let me, let me ask you a question. If they shot Deku with the quirk, do you think like the vestiges of one for all is just like absolutely not needle. <laughs> like you think they're like, okay, it stops this quirk or like one for all is just like, nah, that's not going to happen. We way too OP in this. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I mean, the quirk is supposed to be the all powerful quirk. I don't, I, I don't know. He may need a, he may need a, uh, he may need another version because it's like because it's like for instance right like these are genetic things so like mirio's quirk is all natural kind of in a sense he was developed with it as a kid etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. it came to him kind of from birth where deku's quirk isn't really like one that's like within his oh, DNA. I see what you're saying. well i mean what if that what if they <laughs> they took his quirk and then all my like just eat another piece of hair just back where he was I, I feel like I feel like even if they shot him with the thing, he wouldn't have lost his quirk. I could be wrong, but I feel like along with that aspect of like it's not truly his own genetic quirk, which I think is what the bullet kind of like um, is set to uh, change in your body. Right. And then I also think because the vestiges of one for all those like seven people living inside of Deku um, would be like nah, chill. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Not really. Um, but let's get to Deku, because Deku comes through as soon as Lemillion loses his... First of all, Lemillion loses his quirk and still fighting. He's still scrapping. He's like, yo, uppercut. A like, true hero. Shit. A true hero. 
It's lovely. It's amazing. Until he gets pierced with one of those, like, you know, pillars, the little spikes, and he's like, oh, fuck. I was like, oh, he's going to die. This is interesting. Mm. Mm. Um, so Deku pulls up. He pulls up with, uh, with Night Eye, Aizawa. First of all, Aizawa gets kidnapped. <laughs> I don't like that. That was like, you you didn't, you didn't have the kidnapping? That wasn't No. <laughs> he's a grown ass man. He is like, Man is like with the weirdest quirk, right? Like Chrono is like my hair has a minute hand and an hour hand, and if I strike you with the hour hand, you move. You won't be able to move fast for an hour. And I was like, rules, man. I was like, come on, you can't. But you got to do a stare at him. That's <laughs> it. Um, kidnap this man, Night Eye. You couldn't have seen this coming. What the fuck, man? Um. Deku runs up soon on overhaul, but Night Eye tells him, pretty much chill. He's like, yo, chill. Save Lemillion, get Eri out of here, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Night Eye also finds out Lemillion lost his quirk forever. And he's like, yo, my son, damn. I can't believe this. This is not what I wanted for you. You were the one. You were the chosen one. You got shot. Night Eye with like no shirt under. He's got these like little things that like hit people, but they're like really five kilograms. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Um. Oh, Blake Griffin to the Brooklyn Nets. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, um, it happened, man. It happened. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Well, they got their own little legal villains they got going on right now. Um. Let's see. Overhaul pretty much combines. He combines with Shin Nomoto to become stronger, which I like. Listen, if your quirk is able to take matter. He just started like Come here. <laughs> Give me Polymerization. That. Yeah. Dude, without a card. <laughs> I'm fucked up right now. Please. <laughs> Fusion dance without a dance. Polymerization without a card. Um, you know, Patara without the Patara. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just amazing. Nonetheless, Night Eye's fighting. He's able to, like, you know, I guess he's like, yo, if I can just see, like, five seconds into the future before him, I can dodge all his punches. And then he gets, like, impaled. <laughs> <laughs> He never tried again. Like a complete impale. Like it's through his stomach. Oh, God. It's like, damn. He's done. And Deku's like, no. And then, you know, Night Eye does the thing of like, I can see into the future. And Deku also dies a gruesome death. Oh, no. You have to get out of here now because (laughs) you're going to die. Trust me. And Deku's like, I will change the future. I will. (laughs) I will. I have to save Eri. It's, a, it's my duty, or whatever the hell it is. You know, I'm a hero. <laughs> I'm a hero. He lines up, you know, he powers up. He's using one for all 20%. We're at 20% right now. A far cry from the initial 5% that he could use a couple seasons back. But he's at 20. Just 20. Um, just 20. Just 20. We've seen 100 before, but it's already it's immediately bursted his skin and bones and stuff well, like that. He doesn't that. need to do that right now. Yeah, he uses 20% and his persistence allows him to keep up with overhaul, but Eri strolls back in and it's like, but I want everybody to be safe and I just want this to stop and stuff like that. Well, I don't know why I made her sound like Mike Tyson. No, but- it was close though. I-, I see where you were trying to get with it. Okay. Um. So she tries to sacrifice herself, but Deku's like, no, you will not sacrifice himself. And we get this whole thing of like... um. He pushes the platform up to save Eri, and then Eri jumps off, and she sees um, Lemillion's cape, and she grabs onto the cape because it's like comfort and stuff like that. And then Deku comes through, flying through the air, and he's like, "I'm never gonna let you go again." And it's like, oh, 
this is like hero shit right here. This some he's <laughs> real Hercules right here, man. Come on. Can't believe it. He doesn't give a damn. Yeah. It's just like, listen, what? I'm never gonna let you go. You know, the music kicks in and all the other stuff like that. And it's like, let's head to the final battle above ground. Because at this point, um Ryukyu and the other giant guy come crashing through the sea. Yeah, it's too much. Chaco and... <laughs> It's getting too. I, I would have been surprised if you said it's getting too crowded in here. That's what. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go up top to the surface, um, and they make the final push. And every, you know, every alongside with Deku, every has activated her quirk, which is rewind, which is she's able to rewind anybody back to a previous maybe, state. Maybe the most OP quirk we have. Period. But because it's so nonchalant you just don't know when she gets full power that shit yeah i I mean she's She's still alive (laughs) yeah she is still alive (laughs) i figure i figure no way my hero kills off a little girl no she's not you know it's not like mokobo where she's like kidnapped every season or something like that i mean the hero should to be honest with you um (laughs) the villain should the villain should i'm saying the villain should kidnap her but um, Deku straps up Eri to his back and is like, yo, I heard you. Nah, he didn't say, like, I heard you got rewind. But essentially, it's like, yo, she's rewinding. Every time I use 100%, she's rewinding it so my body doesn't feel the impact. I'm going to take advantage of this. It's like Game Shark times 10. <laughs> how, how does he even? He kind of just, just feels it. He feels it in his body. Yeah. Feels like that was a hundred cent punch, but that wasn't a hundred percent. My bones are breaking. <laughs> um, let's talk about this final scene. Uh, Overhaul fuses his body with the hoss known as Rukia, who's the one fighting Ryuk Ryu at the beginning of this, and he gets this final form boss form. It's like eight forms. He's, he looks like um Mega Matang. He does from Pokemon. Forearms, etc., etc. But Deku's not sweating it. First of all, Deku can fly now, so he's just really not sweating it. <laughs> um, he's being recovered immediately right now. He knows it. Yeah, he's he's on ten. He's floating. He don't care. He's just flying. And you know, what were your thoughts, kind of, on this final scene, this final punch, the final defeat of Overhaul? Uh I guess the one thing that I will say that I I don't want to say didn't like, but at that point you had you'd kind of already knew what was about to happen um, as far as the overhaul. It's magnificent. I think it would have made a, a it would have been a heavy motion picture, but they mm. went so hard. They went so hard. I do like the theatrics. Every time Deku uses anything. Uh, you know, all might related or it's super dramatic, but yeah, it's a good scene. I, I do think that I kind of watched it knowing what was going to happen though. I wasn't like, and now what, what's he going <laughs> to do next? It wasn't like that. It was, but it was great. It was great to watch. Well, the internet broke when, I mean, at least in my hero academia internet broke when that all thing happened, because this has been a moment in the manga that everyone's kind of been looking for. It's a, you know, one for all infinite 100%. And he leans back with the punch and they do it so much justice in the anime. Shout out to Studio Bones who really came through because he lent. I mean, at this point, this is some 
don't even want to say it, like it's aged out, but there's some like weekly jujitsu kais and that shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah, I get you had it for like you had the like um, the trophy for like six months, and then jujitsu kaisen did it like episode one. Yeah, um, well, you know. <laughs> It's back with the punch and they use some type of sfx in the shit they use some type of sound system because you hear the put he's like dum, 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 dum. and his body like rips apart and shit like that and he out to the ground and he's defeated and splat deku is a victor except he lands to the ground and <laughs> every can't stop using her quirk so she's like shocking him and shit like that he's mm. like, uh, i feel my puberty restarting and luckily you know aizawa was there to open his eyes up and stop the entire thing um let's talk about the post game yeah the post uh <laughs> the post game of the saga she is like is arrested all of them they're going to tartarus they're out of here peace um is your favorite part the truck part like it is mine? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is. legitimately might have been my it's favorite part of this entire it arc. Really, it really is. It really is. The it ties in the things the the what happened in the beginning. So obviously they killed Magna and they took um oh my god, what's his name? The magician. Oh uh, um uh Compress. 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 Not compress. Com- compress. No, no, right. compress. Yeah. 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 Um, so obviously, League of Villains, they've hijacked a truck. I don't know where they rented this truck or sold this <laughs> truck from GTA shit. They got Lizard Guy driving it because God knows he doesn't have a quirk that can assist in <laughs> this Drive. type of thing. He's like, my driving quirk is just on 10 right now. Um, but he also stops and say, what would Stain think about this? And to which Shigaraki is like, yo, just shut up and drive. <laughs> Trust me. Uh-huh. So Shigaraki steps in. Um, he pretty much hijacks the entire vehicle with the police and stuff like that in overhaul. And uh, I think actually Compress, it might have been. I think Compress and Dabby kill a guy. The sand guy. They had to. They wait. Did they? Did they? They he changed him into a ball, but I felt like I heard like oh, he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's he's done. Yeah, they so, well, Good, good. Um, we needed a death on this episode. We talking about Tag on Titan, and no one died in that episode. Uh, so they get that Shiggy jumps. He turns over an entire ambulance or whatever villain <laughs> ambulance. <laughs> Has that ever been a thing you thought of? It's like, do do thieves, do criminals? (coughs) Damn. (laughs) 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 Oh, Uh, Only even MHA. Um, Second sneeze, everyone wax. Uh, Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, you didn't say in the beginning. After my whole sob story last time, <laughs> yeah, I was, was, my... and I because I knew it was coming. Like, mm, okay, all right. As long as you didn't think it was a cough. Um, no, no, they are the, the two are confusing for you. 
It's hard to separate. So I've heard. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, but. <laughs> the League of Villains get their revenge on this entire ordeal. And one, they get the revenge. They steal the court killing bullets as first. It's like, yo, we don't have the girl, but we can at least replicate these somehow. We can manufacture our own court killing bullets. It's fair. Rocky was like, um, what? It, it, one more thing. You might want to use that, to be honest. <laughs> um, And then second, they destroy uh, Overhaul's arms. <laughs> Just a complete OP overkill. Um, how did you feel about it? Had to be done, man. Not for an eye, bro. You know, I love it because it kind of puts the it puts the villains it puts the, the 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 real villains, you know, in perspective. Like it was like, hey, we actually run the show. Your little moment that you had where you tried your hardest and got beat by the high school kid, that's over. Good job. But back to regularly scheduled programming. Us, the league. That's kind of how. That's kind of how I saw it. He was like, "Fuck you." That was whack. Good job, though. See ya. And I'll be taking all the work that you did. Thanks. My man Sugaraki says you won't be needing this. He uses decay on his arms, and he is like, "If you don't cut off your arms quickly, it could spread to the rest of your body." So let me just cut off your arms for you. Completely cuts off his arms. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if uh. Someone stole an arm. Didn't compress steel an arm or something too? Something he, he stole he something. Stole the arm? No, I think he something like that was for Mac. Let me look up this shit. I want to know if, what did he steal. This is episode seventy-seven. I know this because I'm a stand. Um, compress steals, decaying it. Da 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 da. Well, he takes the court killing bullets for sure. Spinner says he needed that. Oh, yeah. He takes one of his arms. <laughs> Good God. He says, um, because he has a prosthetic arm now. So he's like, yo, I'm taking this. You don't even need it. But he's just like, yo, I'll I'm taking it, it now. I'll, be, I'll try to use it. Um, The final scene. So we wrap this up probably one of the saddest things in the series thus far yeah uh, um it had to happen we we, need, we needed something this sad i believe he's the first hero to actually die in this series which uh it takes a lot of restraint for it to come not only episode 77 of a series <laughs> but chapter 161 so it's a lot of restraint to kill people in this series. You don't want to kill people often, but when you do, it means it something. Has to, it has to matter. It has to matter. Um, Red Riot, Sun Eater, Fat Gum all received minor injuries, but nothing thre- life-threatening. Rocklock was able to avoid major injuries despite getting stabbed and able to reunite with his white wife. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I, I remember you first telling me, I just couldn't believe it. And then I finally got this. <laughs> His white family and his daughter, who is not mixed at all. <laughs> no. Does not look like Mulatto at all. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> I, if you know who Mulatto the rapper is, yeah. Um, uh, Aries feverish and asleep, being mm-hmm. quarantined due to the danger of a court, 
It's like, yo, she could she could rewind anybody, you know? She killed her parents. Let's quarantine her. Um, it's crazy. Deku and Eraserhead meet up with All Might and Night Eyes sidekicks. I'm legitimately reading from the fandom page. Um, recover, recovery Girl and the Doctor reveal that Night Eye will likely die before the next day comes. Yeah. So All Might and his former sidekick reunite on his deathbed. How do you feel about you guys? Obviously, All Might kind of like. Yo, I don't really fuck with you because you looked at my future and I told you not to. But how do you right. feel about All Might returning as man is dying to make peace? Would you want uh, that in your life? No. You carry uh, it to the grave or like make peace before uh, I die or something. How do you feel? I mean, I, I'm taking it to the grave. I'm not I'm not pulling up on him at that point. I mean, I, I think at least for All Might, he should have, after everything he's been through, he should have been, did that. Uh, he should have took care of that a long time ago. I think it was kind of actually kind of inappropriate. <laughs> it's like, bro, why are you here? You had all was, this time to holler at me. I think it was pride and ego and embarrassment sure. and a lot of different things, a lot of different was. emotions. Shit, um, man! Like, bro, get out of here. But he was just like, you know, I don't resent you, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry, and stuff like that. You know, for just. Acting the way you've been acting, and tonight it's like, oh my, is that you? I loved you in episode seventy-seven. Um, but Night Eye doesn't resent um either of them either, and he says he hopes that All Might can remain happy. And Night Eye reveals that Deku was able to change the future thanks to everybody' heroic actions, and his mind has been changed about Deku and how the future can be saved. Mm. Wow. Um. All right, Good well, job, Mirio, ooh, thank you. Um, Mirio comes in on one leg and stuff like that, and, like punches a nurse. So I'm, get out of my way, bitch. Um, and he's crying and like ugly cry too, like tears. They got boogers yeah, and everything. <laughs> um, and he's just crying, and it's a it's a sad part. And he's just like, um. Sir only it says Sir originally only recruited Mirio for him to gain one for all. Before long, Lamillion became his pride. He uses his quirk one last time to look into Mirio's future. He sees that Mirio will become a finer hero than anybody else. He tells everyone to smile because a society without hope and humor cannot have a bright future. And then it's like beep beep beep, and he's dead, and you know. That's the end of Sir Night Eye. He lived, he breathed, he saw the future. He died. I don't know if he saw the the irony of him saying that All Might's gonna die and then he dying himself is just not lost on me, by the way. He's still just looking like he's about to die, but he's not. He's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All Might is, a bit he is still alive in the show. If I sorry if that spoilers for anybody, but he's still <laughs> sorry, alive sorry. At this point. <laughs> So yeah, sorry if it's disappointing <laughs> to hear that anybody in the show is still alive, but yes. He's still alive. Um that's all we got for this this week of my hero. I think next week what we're gonna do is we might wrap up the rest of the fucking season because I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be real with you. There's several arcs here. I'm not truly a fan of. <laughs> yeah, we we wrap it up, man. Hey man, overall ever coming back, bro. What's going on? You came back in the manga once or twice, three times, four times? Who? 
Overall. Overall? You know, he... he, he He's just armless somewhere. <sighs> he had the crib. It's hard to say without spoiling it, but he okay, does. Here we go. Okay, he does enough. show up again. He does show up again. Um, but yeah, he does show up again. But yeah, I think what we're gonna do is next episode we're gonna finish off this, this entire season because yeah, the there's the remedial license exam, which I don't think is a crazy enough thing Sorry. to talk about. Um, there is the we're making a band. Arc. Hey, man, it's good stuff, man. We could talk about that. We could do two episodes on that. I like the opening on that. The school festival arc. Yeah. Well, I like it because of gentle, gentle, and um. Oh, and God. You don't like gentle villain? Oh, we spoke about gentle. I was watching it, texting you live when I first saw it, and I was like, this is interesting. I, I, I'm not going to say I don't like it. I need to watch it again. I'm going to watch it again. Hmm. I just like their relationship, Gentle Villain and LaBrava. I just like it. Um, oh, how old LaBrava is. That's what I need to know. And then we get to the pro hero arc, which is the final two episodes of this arc. So thank you for putting me up. on my way. You know, I actually owe you that for sure because. Uh, it, this was not an anime that I had anticipated in, like taking a look at from the start. Um, I think I had gave it like two or three episodes when it was like around brand new, and I just it just was never really for me. Um, and then I locked in, and it finally happened. So I'm actually really excited that season five is almost here, and season four to me is, is it's very good. But everything you told me going forward, it, you know, stuff really starts to heat up. So. I'm glad. I'm glad. And that's payback for you uh, putting me on so much other great stuff. So I can't even uh, I can't even like take much credit for that. I'm Um, watching High Rise Invasion right now. Okay, so if you see it on Netflix, honestly, it's a lot, but (laughs) you need to just watch like two episodes of High Rise Invasion on Netflix. Netflix original. It's pretty good. I wasn't sure about it. It is. It's interesting. Well, all right. I'll, I'll tune in. I'm not watching anything now. I finished the first hundred episodes of One Piece. I decided that's where I'm going <laughs> to stop for now. <laughs> um, you know, and then I was going to say I was watching Pokemon Journeys, but I'm not even sure how many people are watching that. But I'll tune in a couple episodes. Uh, they have the the Sword and Shield episode on it. So, okay, okay. I think honestly, if there's any two episodes that you should watch out of that thing, I think it's those two episodes. For sure, the, the sword and shield ones, the sword and shield ones, for sure. I'd love to, considering we didn't get the traditional sword and shield atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you get all the atmosphere in this one. You get all of it. You get all of it. Evil chairman guy, all the other stuff like that. So it's all there. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. And of course, you guys can continue to listen to the lookout at the lookout RNC. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us. Um, our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, anywhere where you can find podcasts, pretty much. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say. No, there is nothing else I want to say. We've kept you for so long. It's been nearly 90 minutes at this point. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time. Yeah.